Hey there, this is Jason Hensley with the Magnify Him Together podcast. This week, we are going to talk about being right. Being right. Now, I think it's sort of a funny thing to talk about, because as most humans feel, I think we all like to be right. It is something that we enjoy, and in a lot of cases, it's important to be right. You know, I'm not talking about a silly argument with a friend, or, you know, when two kids are saying, well, it's this way, or this way, or, or one says, this is how it is, and the other says, it's not. Yes, it is. It's not. Not like that. But in a lot of cases, it matters whether or not you're right. It matters that you look at a light and realize, oh, that light is red. I should stop. And if you're right, that works out well. If you're not right, and it's not actually red, and you do stop, that's bad. Being right matters. We like to be right. Now, at the same time, being right can also sometimes bring along with it an attitude that's maybe not the best. You know, there's, there's this air of being right. And so in regard to that, I, I remember saying before to my kids things like, well, it's better to be kind than to be right. Because I really wanted them to have this sense that, well, you know what? We're not going to argue about this because I want to have the right attitude. And I wanted them to recognize the importance of attitude. So I would say, well, you know what? It's better to be kind than to be right. And yet what's funny about that is, did you notice what just happened when I said that? It's better to be kind than to be right. All of a sudden, there's this competition between the two. Which one's better? Is it actually better to be right? Or is it better to be kind? And the big problem is, well, wait a minute. Does that mean you can't be both? Does that mean that if you're right, you're automatically not kind? I sure hope that's not how it works. And yet that phrase really kind of creates that way of viewing the world. And unfortunately, I think, maybe you haven't had this experience, but I've noticed this in myself, that I've often approached situations like that, where you can either be kind or you can either be right. And if you're right, you know, you've got to just force it down other people's throats. This is the answer, the end, no arguing with me. No discussion, that's that. Or if you're kind, you say, oh, well, you know, like, that might be the answer, or that could be the answer. You know, I don't, don't really know. And it's almost as though we approach these two ideas of being right or being kind as though they aren't the same thing. And I think this is one of the big struggles that we see going on with characters in Scripture. We see them struggling with how do they live God's principles when they know what's right about him, when they know what is true about him. So let me just give you an example here. 
In Genesis 27, you have the story of Isaac and Rebekah. And Isaac is going to bless the older son Esau, which is clearly not right. So Isaac is not right in this case. Well, on the other hand, you have Rebekah, who is clearly going to act in a way that's also not right. However, she knows what's right. So unlike Isaac here, she seems to be in the right in the sense that she's arguing for Jacob. She's saying, you know, we gotta, ha we gotta bless this younger son. He's the one that I received a prophecy about. And so because of that, she's right. So Isaac is wrong and she's right. However, the way that she's going to go about this isn't right. That whole kindness thing just isn't working for her. So she ends up illustrating this whole dichotomy. Just listen to this. You have here Jacob's response when Rebecca says, you know, why don't you go and trick your father, make him think that you're Esau, try and take this blessing, etc. Jacob says, verse 11, this is Genesis 27, verse 11. Jacob says, Behold, my brother Esau is a hairy man, and I am a smooth man. Perhaps my father will feel me, and I shall seem to be mocking him, and bring a curse upon myself and not a blessing. So there's issues there, automatically. You know, there was no... Jacob didn't say something like, Well, wait a minute, like, you're telling me to lie to Dad? So you can see that there's some problems going on. But outside of that, listen to Rebecca's answer. she really illustrates this kind of mutually exclusive thinking where we think, I'm going to be right and I'm going to be right at all costs. As though you can't be kind and be right at the same time. So look at what she says. Verse 13, his mother said to him, let your curse be on me, my son. Only obey my voice and go bring them to me. She is so convinced of her rightness that she says, look, it doesn't even matter what you're going to do. You're not going to get cursed. Like, she's so convinced. And even if you do, I'll take the blame. Now, that's kind of a big deal because if you go back and you look at this, in verse 7... She had just told Jacob that Isaac was going to bless Esau before Yahweh. So this was a blessing before God. So she was messing with a blessing before God. And she says, let that curse be on me. This is a serious situation. But she is so convinced that she is right. And as it turns out, she is right. But the problem is, is that she chooses to make kindness and rightness two exclusive ideas. I think, unfortunately, we do that a lot. But in fact, they aren't exclusive. God wants his people to be right. He wants us to know him. He wants us to understand the gospel. That's why he gave it to us. 
But at the same time, that gospel, that rightness, needs to change who we are. It's not a one or the other situation. It's not, oh, they're those nice people over there, but they don't know anything that's true. Or, oh, well, we know it's right, but it just means that we can walk over everybody else. Or it means we can be rude to each other. No, in fact. If we know what's right, that gospel is meant to inspire us to be new people. This knowledge that we have, the more we see the Lord Jesus, this is what the Apostle Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians 3, the more we see the Lord, the more we become like him. In other words, the more right we are about Christ, the more we come to know him, the more we come to spend time with him, the more kind we should be. Rightness and kindness are not mutually exclusive. And if we view them that way, then we've made a big mistake. But instead, one leads to the other. So let's try to know the Lord even more. And as we come to know him, may we be inspired to be more and more like him. So that that rightness and that kindness comes together. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time on the Magnify Him Together podcast.